Hi everyone, welcome to the Bundy Chronicles podcast. This is Randy Kim, your host and creator of this podcast. Thank you for waiting as I'm excited to share with you the fifth season of the podcast. Before I talk more about this upcoming season, I wanted to acknowledge what has been happening in our Asian and Pacific Islander communities as we honor AAPI Month. Nearly halfway through 2021, we have seen the anti-Asian violence continue to put our API communities on high alert as we see more of these attacks turn deadly across the U.S. Most notably in the aftermath of the Atlanta and Indianapolis mass shootings. According to a report from the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at Cal State University in San Bernardino, the increase in anti-Asian violence in the first quarter of 2021 rose by 164 percent compared to last year. Through StopAAPIHate.org, there have been over 6,600 reported anti-Asian threats and violence from 2020 to the end of March, with one-third of those reports coming from this March alone. Meanwhile, across the globe, Palestinians are under more serious attacks and surveillance from the Israeli government. In India and in parts of South Asia, the COVID crisis has accelerated, killing many thousands on a daily basis. Or in Burma, which is facing the consequences of a recent military takeover of the government where many protesters are imprisoned, tortured, and killed. In times that put our communities in jeopardy, we've also seen a growing number of API folks pushing back and working to build solidarity in the midst of the chaos that we are witnessing and experiencing. It is from these moments that the galvanizing and cultivation among our communities lay the groundwork for what all of our Asian and Pacific Islander communities can evolve into, and the possibilities that all of us can achieve when we break the invisibility that holds our community hostage. For this upcoming fifth season, the theme is titled Our Becoming. It will honor and celebrate the Asian LGBTQ LGBTQ experiences of my guests as we transition from AAPI month to Pride month. We recognize and honor the intersections within the LGBTQ Asian experiences. As a queer Viet Khmer American, I thought about how my own early struggles with my queer identity made me further made me feel further isolated from my parents' communities. And as an American, I was always perceived as a foreigner. As a kid growing up, I was taught by the men in my family to demonstrate masculinity through physical strength and adopting a so-called tough mindset. Vulnerability was not a part of their definition of masculinity. I remembered hearing comments from them such as, don't be such a girl, when I would cry or being told not to sit cross-legged. I was tested early on about whether I deserved to be recognized as a man And falling short of that, I was in constant fear of the shame and ridicule that would accompany all of this. This would only intensify as I began to discover my own sexual identity, which which was both frightening and confusing for me. What I was taught growing up in the early 90s in the backdrop of the HIV AIDS crisis was that queer folks, especially among men, were seen as flamboyant, hedonistic, dysfunctional, and untrustworthy, especially in how they were portrayed in mainstream media and talk show circuits. I myself didn't believe that I could be gay because I was simply a shy kid 
who wanted to be left alone, who wanted to just be normal. But yet, I couldn't escape the possibility that I could be gay, and that the pressure to perform heteromasculinity and achieve the rewards from it, such as having a family, working in a respectable male professional field, nearly all broke me. It could have been the end of me, and it nearly did, several times. At some point, I knew that the imposter in me wasn't going to survive, and that it was going to take me with him. I reached out online nearly a decade ago and started researching about Asian LGBTQ groups. I connected with a group called I2I, an LGBTQQIA Asian Pacific Islander community group based in Chicago. And it was the first time, almost 30 years into my existence, that I saw people that have shared lived experiences that I felt connected to. Being a part of that community space gave me permission to explore the possibilities of what I can evolve into and to break my own cycle of suppressing the parts of me that I felt most frightened by. Queer and trans and non-gender conforming identities and experiences within our Asian communities are often invisible. And with the invisibility comes the risk of losing the possibilities that our community can achieve. And it does nothing to dissolve the barriers that are in place that keeps us all from thriving. Through these stories for this season, we stand witness to the tiny glimpses of the larger ongoing work that our LGBTQ Asian siblings are doing to share their history, their vision, and their part in dismantling the systemic barriers that requires a collective effort from all of us. Working on this season has been an emotional journey for me in the aftermath of the anti-Asian violence. But I am so grateful to all of my guests for being able to share their incredible stories and work with me. I am deeply appreciative for what I've learned from each and every one of them for trusting me to hold space for their stories. As we are celebrating AAPI Month and about to do so with Pride Month, don't forget to learn about the people who paved the way for our, our existence. And learn about the people who are paving new roads to the future that we hope to one day see for ourselves and for the generations we will not see in our lifetime. Liberate your younger selves and be the future you want to look like. I hope you enjoy this upcoming fifth season. And if you enjoy my podcast, feel free to go to Apple Podcasts and submit your review. Thank you so much for your support.